Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Digital Basement. My name is LHS, and I'm your host. And this is Couch Talk Smite, but it's only me. Uh, today, unfortunately, Bryce couldn't join us. Uh, he had some stuff come up, and so uh, instead of just doing another interview, and that being it, we're just gonna we're just gonna do a solo show type thing where I talk about what's been going on. So a lot has been going on in the scene since we last spoke. Uh, the Smite Minor League happened. I guess we'll start with that. Uh, so two weeks uh, of open bracket, uh, uh, but in two weeks, two weekends really, and so. For North America, you have Wowie and the Ez, which is Wowie, Mifflin, Moswall, Skeladon, and Awesome Jake, uh, making it into the Smite Minor League. And then we have Anxiety Onset, which is uh, Mando Warrior, followed by Mollusk as the Jungler, Paul as their mid pain. As support and their ADC is half ghost, solid two teams, uh, pretty decently matched teams. Um, was really excited to see the open bracket. A lot of it, uh, a lot of it wasn't competitive. Uh, we'll start there. I didn't mean it is an open bracket, and you do have two teams that are pretty stacked. Uh, however, there there was a, there was a couple teams that did a little bit better there than I expected. There were a couple teams that did a little worse. Uh, the team that really underperformed for me w would be the Chachis, which was Bro Chacho's team. Uh, a lot of potential, quote unquote, there, uh, and they just kind of got squashed real easy. Uh, I remember watching that game, and Bro Chacho just got absolutely uh, wrecked as an Odin. Uh, I feel like he that team tried to bring too much of the console mentality and the console picks into the uh, the PC scene. It just didn't work. Uh, on the other side, we had some teams that did really well. The uh, the the team that went up against Wowie and the Ez uh, for the first week. I forget who it is, but it was like um, so. Code Game Gamers uh, was Graves' team, and I forget the other name of the team, but it was like the Twins. Were on it, and they did really well. Unfortunately, you know, not well enough to beat either Wowie or Anxiety's team. Uh, Graves' team, on the other hand, they gave Wowie uh, a run for their money and got squashed. But you know, Grave and the crew did a pretty good job, uh, I think, for not playing that long together. Uh, and initially, uh, that would have been it. That would have been the whole story for the minor league because there wasn't going to be relegations. It was a closed league, and that was it. But we now have confirmation that there will be relegations for the minor league. Uh, well, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself, too, be, because the Smite minor league also has the EU side. I'm less familiar with the EU side. I know that the two teams that made it were... So the two teams that made it for EU were Optimus Gang and Infinity Wars. Not 100% sure who those teams are. I know Optimus Gang was an EU CC team that did really well. Uh, so I'm assuming it's still more of the same there. Uh, but congratulations to those guys. I didn't watch as much as I wanted to from those. I was busy uh, this weekend, and I only got to catch bits and pieces uh, of the games. Uh, 
but I will be watching those games going forward. Uh, from what I saw in NA, it was really good, really competitive games at the end. And so, uh, moving forward, minor league is now going to have relegations. You are going to actively have to play for your spot, uh, and I think that's good. You know, initially I said that I agreed with the the closed year system that was going to force players and teams to stick together. Uh, and then I got a wave of uh, correction, uh, you know, washed upon me from the community, from uh, Nate Ataraxia to Hazer to Fails to just everybody kind of pointing me why I was wrong. And, you know, I freely admit now that I was wrong, uh, that this system is a way better. Uh, it's going to allow a lot more talent to kind of be filtered in and out of the minor league you know, the SPL has the minor league to, uh, you know, you know, you can and will be replaced in the pro league if you don't perform. Minor league, just the same thing. Now, if you don't perform, you can get, you know, replaced. You know, not even just you as a player, but your team can get replaced. So hopefully, minor league is going to be really competitive. I think there's a lot of talented uh, youth and uh, young players for Smite. And, you know, we've kind of seen that over the last couple of years. Uh, last year in particular, I think, was the the height of the, the amateur scene. And uh, we have more players than we know what to do with in, in that level now. And I think it'll be interesting to see. I, I honestly, I think, I think there are about three players right now that could be in the SPL without any question. Um, and I think by the end of the year, we'll see at least two players move up from the minor league into the pro league. Uh, you know, I just, I, I don't think that the teams currently in the SPL are, were created as the best possible, so, uh, you know, solution. I, I think there were a couple teams that were just kind of thrown together. There were some names. So maybe there's still like a little bit of buddy, buddy system, but I think, uh, you know, as, as we've already seen splice is like, Oh, we, we took a chance on Yuji. Yuji wasn't performing. He's gone. Now we're switching out. We brought in Sino. Let's go. And I, I, I kind of want to see some of that no-nonsense. Like, you know, for the longest time, Smite's always been that. Uh, there's a little bit of that boys club that, you know, you know who is uh, a part of a team may not necessarily be part of a skill. I mean, that's definitely part of it. But I think, you know, who you're friends with plays a large part. And that's kind of like the feeling we get from a lot of people. But we'll see if that's the case. Um, so we had Smite console series startup on Mixer as well. Uh Interesting games. Uh, interesting. Uh, I didn't catch a lot of it. I watched some of it. It was on Mixer. Sold me on Mixer as a platform. Uh, I, I guess that's somewhere to start. I, I really enjoyed the viewing experience on Mixer, and I've actually streamed to Mixer uh, now. Uh, and I think going forward, I, I'm really going to be a Mixer main. I think I'm kind of ditching Twitch now uh, to try to use this Mixer platform. I mean, I, at one point, I was the top smite streamer on mixer i mean i was the only smite streamer uh, and then all my views were taken by the um the global series today so the console series we saw the eu side which was a bit of a stomp towards uh you know rival uh so we have rival the european powerhouses danny dorito and purple hearts um there was a, there's a lot of weird feelings with the console series right now because uh, of the reduced prize pool because it's open bracket and there's just a lot of tension I think in the the console community just because they they really did a, a lot of growth last year there's a lot of good that came out of the console series uh, 
I mean, between Valencia and then was it their super regionals? We talked to Mifflin about it. I mean, there there was a lot of cool things happening in, in the console smite scene, and then just the fact that no other MOBA is on console really. You know, Smite was is the biggest one, uh, and so to kind of diminish that and have it now be kind of relegated on the back burner, it kind of feels like it, it feels odd. And then the console, you know, pros are not happy. You know, it took forever to get a straight answer from Hi-Res itself. And I understand there's, you know, there's stuff being talked about behind the scenes that, you know, make these things last longer than they probably see, uh, seem to should uh, from our point of view. Uh, but, you know, it took forever to get the announcement to the console players uh, about what their pro league would look like. And then that caused a lot of speculation. There was a speculation at one point that the Xbox scene was going away that it was going to be PS4. I mean, that's the kind of level of paranoia people were getting to because they had weren't hearing from Hi-Rez. And now we have the details, but a lot of the pros jumped ship, tried to go into, you know, the PC scene with the, the minor league open bracket, and now there's going to be the combine. And I think I think we're going to see a bunch of players come back to console. Uh, like I said, Bro Chacho did not qualify for PC minor league, so I could... I mean, he's at least one name that I can see going back to console. Uh, and it's just a little weird because there's, you know, what do you do? What are you you're trying to grow and you're trying to do the best thing for you? But then what, you know? I mean, Mifflin, I think, was on the record of saying he wouldn't have gone back to console. He, you know, he was his PC or, I mean, that was it. Um, so there, there might be a bunch of console people that are feeling the same way. Um, it'll It'll... Only time will tell how these new formats work. The open bracket kind of feel thing, I don't know how how well that is. I don't understand why they've moved to that. I'm sure there's a reason. Maybe one day I'll be able to, you know, reach out to high res, get Cooper on the show or something like that, and we'll have like a conversation on why some of these decisions were made. I highly doubt we'll get any answers to those types of questions, uh, if only because Hi-Riz plays a lot of that kind of stuff close to the vest unless it's a, you know, unless it's something like the minor league change where we're demanding it and then they kind of change gears that way and say, we heard you loud and clear. You guys want to see this. We've determined that this that is actually the, you know, the better route to take from a, you know, a viewer standpoint, from a fan or player standpoint and all that good stuff. I don't think we'll get real answers on why everything's kind of moved to this open bracket. I think the idea is kind of to be more all-inclusive, you know, let more people into the pro scene from the amateur scene. But in practice, I don't know that it really works. Um, but that's just kind of my two cents with the console series. I, I will, you know, I'll also just say that I don't quite have a full grasp on everything with the console scene as far as everything, how it's set up and how the pros and high-res, you know, each other have treated each other, you know. Uh, this will be the first year I'm really watching console. So uh, I'm sure my takes on that will evolve as the as the year goes on. But um, you have Rival coming out for EU as number one seed from the first week uh, of the console series and then for na you have soar gaming not s-o-a-r s-o-r-e um and it was okay uh, those tournaments lasted i think there was they said like all day 13 hours or something it was crazy um but i like that we're getting broadcast i like and i don't like this so 
uh, I'll, I'll hold off on this until I get I'll, the the global series also started today, and I'm recording this on Tuesday. So today we had Brazil uh, as our region, you know, broadcast on Mixer, and we're seeing the finals. So we're seeing Black Dragons in ET esports. Uh, sure, I'm not. I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but we have the final game, and ET ETs eats whatever uh, <laughs> that uh, that team ended up winning. Two to one, right? Yeah. So game number three, they won two to one against Black Dragons. Bit of a shock. Uh, Black Dragons heavily as the favorite coming out of Brazil, uh, but maybe th- things are catching up with them. Uh, but that's also Black Dragons. Black Dragons can show up and you know look like they can take a game off a, an NA or EU team, and then you know they'll barely get out of their splits alive because the drive isn't quite there kind of like the whole direwolf situation where they could beat up on people but then they just like didn't care anymore i don't think that's quite the case with of black dragons i think the brazilian scene as a whole is starting to get better uh, and black dragons you know had the initial um the initial edge going into games but i think that edge is kind of diminished and dulled and now they're actually going to really have to try to play again so it'll be interesting to see how that goes uh and so Focusing off of that, I really want to talk about the the broadcasting for that. So a mixer, I've already said I like mixer, but the format for how they're doing the console series, it seems, and the global series is that they're broadcasting the finals games. And that's interesting. Uh, as a fan, I like it because I don't have to watch round one and it be stomps. I like that. I get to see the best teams, the best teams, hopefully, you know, at finals playing against each other. Uh, a negative aspect of that is I'm also someone that wants to see all of the action. I want to see the games. I want to see when players win, when players lose. Uh, I want to see the scene grow, evolve. Uh, I want to see when that, you know, that team that gets bounced in the first round and how they play over the few weeks and how they do, you know, week five. Are they still getting bounced in the first round or are they making it to the second or third round? You know, that's the kind of stuff I want to see. And so from an exposure standpoint, only broadcasting the final seems like it's a weird move just because you're missing out on uh, on so many games and so many players potentially. Uh, I mean, there could be, you know, Black Dragons plays up against a first-round team and has trouble in the jungle, and then you don't see that, and then all of a sudden you get the finals game and they're just getting blown out because of the jungler presence or something like that. You know, there's all these little things uh, that make up winning and losing, and so that's one of the things. I would love to be able to watch the, these other games. So I don't know if those are planned to be broadcast or this is just the beginning or what's going on there. Um, I'm not – I'm kind of split for the video. I am a fan from, like, if I'm just a viewer, if I take away, you know, my LHS hat uh, and uh, – I, uh, I'm just like a casual fan. I like tuning in. We're at the finals. Bam. I don't have to watch, you know, a bunch of low tier Brazilian teams play. I get straight into the finals. But from me, my LHS standpoint, I kind of like being able to watch the first round and see player development. So, yeah. Um, okay, moving on from there. Uh, where where do we even go? We got AVGL starting up. I don't know that we're going to cover really that, but that's you know that's something. I mean, we're going to see you know some the Mando Warrior and uh, Sanford Soccer's of the world. We're going to see them also. And not only do we see Mando in the minor league, we're going to see him in the AVGL. Probably worth checking out a few of those games. Probably not all. Um, 
but it's there. As far as PC Smite, I think it got it's not starting for a little bit, so we don't have anything really to talk about there. We're still waiting on the last of the NA roster to be announced. All of EU at this point is announced. Dig staying together, Rival staying together, Obey and NRG swapping supports. Um, then we've got SK picked up Valent Squad, and then they replaced Big Man uh, and got Badger, the former coach of NRG, I believe. Uh, that was his role at Worlds. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh, we could talk a lot about the whole... We've, I mean, we have talked a lot about the Raffer and the Emilzy swap thing. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. And then from there, I think that's, I think that's all the teams. Mouse Esports, yeah, so Mouse Esports, that's Nika in, in solo, it's uh, Cherio in jungle, Big Man in mid, uh, and then your, you know, Dardes, Jermaine, duo lane. That team is interesting to me. I want to see how Nika does, uh, and then I want to see how Big Man does. I think that's really important. Talking to Ataraxia, he was saying that he really thinks Big Man is going to flourish as a mid laner, and I think that'll be really interesting to see if that uh, that's the case. Uh, and then on the NA side of things, we're still waiting on CLG and LG to make their roster announcements. I can't really say anything other than that. I think I think the teams we have so far in, in NA are, you know, we have the two top teams. We have United and Space Station Gaming. Then we have Splice at the bottom, I think. And that's kind of reflected. They're the first team before the season even starts. They replace UG with Sino. I think that brings them up. Uh, but it takes a little bit away from their potential. Obviously, the potential wasn't there uh, because UG was kicked and wasn't performing. So it's a trade-off. Now they're more known. Sino is going to provide a little bit more of stability in that jungle. He did a lot of good things. Uh, with Trifecta, he had a pretty good season, grew a lot as a player, so it'll be interesting if he kind of continues on with that or if he kind of regresses now. Who knows? I know at one point I think he was going back to the sticks. He was going back to the boxing. I don't know what happened there. A lot of stuff going on this season, a lot of rumors, a lot of talk and stuff like that, so you never really know what's true. Uh, and so I think that's it as far as the... The updates with the league and everything are really concerned. Uh, I'm, you know, trying to think of what else can really be talked about. There's just there's a lot of stuff going on, but you know, there's only so much that I can talk about by myself. I'm gonna try to get, you know, hopefully next week we can return the show back to normal. Uh, it'll be. I'm still trying to figure out how I want to do it with um, the SPL coming back too. Because we generally record on Mondays and post Wednesdays, but now there are game Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So if we do that, uh, I, we would have to record on Monday and then have it all edited and ready to go Tuesday. So that would be the change in schedule for us. But I don't know if that's going to be an option. We might have to split up releases. We have interview series as one uh, release and then have the Couch Talk Smite podcast release as something else. Uh, but who knows? There's a lot of turmoil going on right now between myself. There's a lot of stuff going behind, uh, going on behind the scenes, and uh, I can't wait for you guys to see that. But can't quite talk about it yet. Uh, all right, so that's I think that's it for this really short 
episode of Couch Talks tonight. Maybe people will watch this more because it's more condensed. Uh, if you have, you have any questions, leave them down in the comments below. I'll reply. Uh, maybe I'll do a second video later this week to um, catch anything that I missed in this episode. Uh, you guys, I'll put something up on Twitter. You guys, what do you guys want to see me talk about? Uh, I'll do like a Friday episode or something like that. Uh, maybe we'll do a live stream on Mixer. That's what that will do. Friday, let's plan to do a Mixer video. Um, you know, this will be probably cut or something. I don't know. We'll see. But thanks for watching, everybody. My name's LHS. Follow us, uh, the Zach Dick on Twitter. You know, there's links for the, everything in the description below. We've got Discord. We got Mixer now. We got our uh, we got our YouTube channel. We got our SoundCloud. We got everything. Just come check us out and uh, join the basement community. All right. See you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs>